11-year MLS pro Quincy Marroquois here, and you're now listening to The Perfect Soccer Podcast, where your host goes one-on-one to get to know your favorite professional soccer players, both on and off the pitch. Because how better to learn what it takes to become a pro soccer player other than directly from pro soccer players? Today's episode is brought to you by PerfectSoccerSkills.com, the number one and only platform you'll ever need to connect with and learn from pro soccer players. Learn more and enter to win weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. With that said, please enjoy today's episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Perfect Soccer Podcast. Francois, how's it going? I'm good, and you? Good, appreciate you coming on. Thanks, thanks. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's just go back in time. Um, how'd you get involved playing soccer? So, yeah, it was a really long time ago. Uh, I have an older brother, and he started to play when he was like five. Like, we have a soccer field like next to our house. And uh, he was like practicing with his team, like like he was very young, and like I would always ask my mom, like, yeah, can I like watch his like uh, practice? And I always wanted like to like participate, you know. Mm-hmm. And like the coach didn't want because I was like three or four years old, and he was like, yeah, he's like too little and like too weak, like to play, and just like my mom like asked him like yeah just uh, let him like watch a little bit and then he's gonna just like copy his brother and that's like uh, how everything started uh that's cool so yeah you got to, you played with the older kids yeah exactly so it was like sometime tough with me but like that that helped me growing up <laughs> yeah yeah so i was gonna ask so yeah you think that helped you like dramatically like just playing with older kids uh when you were younger yeah, exactly. It was, it was like not all the time like playing nice and like <laughs> beautiful like skills, but like more like tackle and like punches in the shoulder or stuff like this. Yeah, so I know you obviously grew up in uh, Switzerland, mm-hmm. so I know it's different than the U.S. So, did you you guys don't have like high school soccer teams, right? Uh, like, no, we don't. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah, there's, there's like no no team with like high school or yeah. university. Yeah, it just like uh, we can call that like private uh, club where you can mm-hmm. like pay like every year and like okay. just join join the team and like they take in charge for like the travel and like the tournament. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's quite it's quite good. Yeah. So what was your youth career like? I know you're on a couple of teams, but one team you're on for like six years. Yeah, uh, I mean, I started, it was, you know, like in my area, like, mm-hmm. there's like a big team. Yeah. It's like in San Jose, like there's like the earthquakes and then like there's like small like teams like around it. Yeah. And all the best players are going to the quakes. And it's the same here, like all mm-hmm. the good players are going to this team. And that's like where all the the good players like end up. And then we will just like play against like the best team in the all Switzerland because like 
as you know, like Switzerland is not a big country, so it's good for like for travel. Like in one hour, you can almost be everywhere. So we would like play for this team, and then we would have like a like a classico, like the, mm-hmm. the quakes against the galaxy. And but the team are only like thirty minutes apart, and uh, like this team, it will be like the biggest team like in the state state of like Bern mm-hmm. and all the good players from where like I grew up like my hometown Bien would go to like this team and then that's where it's like I signed my first professional contract yeah so how did how did that all come about like you coming up and with your youth career and then you signed the like how did it come about to signing the professional or like going professional yeah it was uh like I was really like surprised because uh, so almost like every week like this like first team this professional soccer team they would like uh, make like individual training like all defender together or like striker together and they would like invite two or three like guys from the youth team mm-hmm. and they would like let them practice with uh, with the first team. And I remember it was in 2008, it was a national break. So the, the coach decided because some player like went with the national team. So this, they were like free spot, like to practice with them. And uh, he chose like three of, uh, four of us, four of us, sorry. And uh, like me and uh, another guy, like we made a good impression. And after that, we like, kept like practicing with them but uh i wasn't sure like i would sign like my first contract mm-hmm. and then the the game after the national break like one guy was suspended and uh, the guys who would have start was a good player but wasn't good enough like the the coach didn't like trust him so he decided to let me start and that's how it's uh, like everything started and the next game uh, we played in Basel. That's like one of the biggest team, and it was about like 14 years that Young Boys Bern haven't like won a game there, like mm-hmm. away. And we did it. Like we won two one. And after that, like I play like the rest of the season, and I <coughs> sorry, and I signed my first like contract in uh, January 1st in 2009. Yeah, how old were you then? I was uh, 17. Oh, that's crazy. a couple of months. So were you like the youngest on the team or at the time or is there like a bunch of kids that are young? No, I, w- I was the youngest. Oh, and okay. uh, it was pretty tough because yeah. at that time it was like you're the youngest, you have to take the balls, you have to do this. But it was a, it was a good time. Like yeah. still now, like there's still like uh, youngest players like who – we have to do things, you know, because it's like a, a respect about like what uh, the older one uh, achieve in the, in their life. All right, yeah, going into your pro career, I know you played uh, in Switzerland majority of your career, and then like what what was your experience like in Switzerland, and then how did you end up uh, coming to the MLS? Yeah, so played in Young Boys and mm-hmm. one year then in Germany in uh, Werder Bremen. Then came back in Young Boys for one more year, and then I signed for uh, FC Lucerne for uh, four and a half years. And 
think after my second year in the CERN, I was approached by uh, Dynamo Houston about like going to the MLS. But it was pretty hard because I was still on contract. And uh, yeah, like, you know, like to transfer like a guy from Europe, they, mm-hmm. they, they make it like a package, like there's the transfer fee inside like the salary and bonuses or whatever so it was pretty tough and uh, at the end like they didn't like offer me anything it was just like between me and an agent like he was talking about this team and in the summer 2017 it was after three and a half years in Lucerne like I had enough of like the team, uh, the coach, like I, I wanted to, to start over and like have a new challenge. Mm-hmm. So that's when like San Jose came and, uh, the GM, Jesse Fiorinelli, who's like from Switzerland too, invited me like to the US to like watch a game, uh, in New York at the time against the Red Bulls. And like to practice with them and then to sign because uh, and it was kind of scary for me because I had to break my contract here in Switzerland to like sign over there. So we made like in my contract that if I don't pass like the medicine test and everything that I still have my contract here in Switzerland, you know, like as a security. So it was kind of scary because like, yeah, you never know, like what happened or like if I can't come back or if something is wrong or mm-hmm. I don't know so but I'm very happy about like doing that uh, that step because uh, I had an amazing experience in the MLS and I met like great players had a lot of emotions and mm-hmm. yeah it's it was it was a dream for me to to go to the to the MLS like how, how did that come about like that you wanted to go to the MLS because I know like a lot of European players usually just stay in Europe yeah it was uh, since I was young like you know like in movies and stuff like this mm-hmm. I wanted to experience like the the life in America okay. and uh, the only like opportunity I could have it was with, uh, with soccer in my situation and when San Jose came and like I knew like big players like uh, David Villa, Jovinko or Pirlo or mm-hmm. David Beckham like went there like it was for a reason and so the real reason I went there it was like to to start like something over going to a country where like I don't know anybody I know a little bit the language and there's like a new like culture and that's what I wanted to experience. And I was kind of surprised about like the, the level in the MLS because a lot of like agents or like players, like they would say, oh, it's it's really bad, like uh, tactically, like they don't know what they do or uh, it's better for you to stay in Europe or like for, for your future. Mm-hmm. And when I move over there, like, to compare like the MLS to Switzerland for me, maybe we have like a better like tactical education in Switzerland because they compare the championship a little bit with the Italian one. But like the the quality, like the the players, like individual, like 
it's way better like in the MLS. Like I can see like a lot of MLS player like coming and play in Switzerland more than it, than I see like players from Switzerland going to the MLS. Maybe that's why it was so hard like for me to join this league. That's why maybe Houston like didn't offer me anything, you know. Yeah, what was it like um like off the pitch just like living in America? What was that like for you? Yeah, it was it was amazing to be honest cuz I made great great guys like I'm still friend with and uh, a lot of like new connection. Uh I improved my English and like I I had I have like a lot of different things like in my head was not like coming out right now like what what was so great about it mm-hmm. but like deep inside me like I know like it was an amazing experience and maybe that's I realized it right now because I miss like being like there and like be with uh, the Quakes and like with all like my my old teammates you know Oh, was that the first time you went to America when they brought you over to watch the game? Uh, no, before that, I went uh, two times in Las Vegas. Yeah, I know you okay. guys like don't consider Las Vegas like the, the U.S., but I went there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, were, you were gambling up there? <laughs> uh, no, not really. Like The first year we went, it was in the winter, so we were like, yeah, that's that's not Vegas, so let's go back in the summer and then... <laughs> We spent we spent all the money in uh, pool parties and like in the yeah. nightclub. So, all right, that's cool. What was like your first pro MLS game like compared to like your first pro game in Switzerland? Uh, my first pro game in the MLS was really really tough because it was uh, the U.S. Open Cup against Kansas City. We played uh, in KC, and my opponent was uh, Blessing, who's playing for LA Galaxy, uh, LAFC right now. So this guy is just like running, running fast, running everywhere. Uh, I haven't played for like months, and I had to play like 120 minutes. I got like cramps, and I remember like all my teammates like joking about like. Oh, you have to eat more bananas. Like the next game in my locker room, there was like five or six bananas like hanging uh, in the locker. So it was like really tough. And I was not used to this. Like it wasn't hot, but it was like humid, you know, like so it was hard for me to breathe. Like honestly, after like 30 minutes, I was already like dead. Like I was like watching the time, like, oh my God, it's going so slow. Like I, I, can only wait like to to this game to end because like I'm suffering, you know. And in Switzerland, like my first game, I was I was 17, so I had like a lot of energy and mm-hmm. honestly, I I could have played like uh, two games in a row if I if I had the opportunity, like because maybe it was like. The first game uh, with the adrenaline and everything, like I, I didn't feel any like uh, like feeling of like being tired. But uh, the pressure was like 
much higher because it was my first game. I was 17 and I didn't want to like mess up. Enjoy learning what it takes to become a better player from professional soccer players? Well, how would you like to work with professional players one-on-one? Now you can with B-Pro by Perfect Soccer. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Are you ready for the five Quincy questions? Yeah. I'm not sure about those ones, but... (laughs) (laughs) They get get everybody. What's the most important uh, skill or quality that you think has been the largest attribute to your your success as a pro player? Um, I think be I mean right now it's different because I got a little bit uh, slower with the time with the age, but like I had always I could always read like the games pretty well and like anticipate. Mm-hmm. And like some paces, like to the striker, I would just like with my speed and like anticipation, I would just like go in front of him and like just change the pace and like make a counter attack. That was really what what made my like uh, strength when I was young. Gotcha. What do you think is the biggest mistake pro players are making? The biggest mistake is. It's probably like like going out, uh, drinking uh, alcohol, uh, being like lazy, like oh, like I'm the best in the team. I I don't have to go to the gym or I don't have to like pre workout or whatever. It's like for me, like a lot of things like have changed since the last ten years in like soccer. When I was seventeen, nobody was in the gym. And, like, since, like, Ronaldo and, like, all those players, like, explode and show that, like, they're working out, like, after practice, they go into the gym, they do regen or whatever, like, 10 years later, like, that has, like, improved a lot. And, like, you can see now, like, all, like, young players and, like, talented players, they all, like, look at Ronaldo and, like, what is he doing? What is he eating? What is he doing? the gym and whatever he's doing at home so I think like the laziness and like the over like confidence like saying like yeah I'm the best I don't have to do this or I'm feeling tired I don't want to do it that's uh, that's just like a biggest mistake and that's uh, that's bullshit for sure um, what, what advice would you give to a young player trying to make a pro league yeah I will tell him to to keep working, to like always like dream and have like goals and like whoever like tell you you're not gonna you're not gonna make it or you're not good enough or you're too small or you're too slow, whatever like it's it's on you because you can work on those things and like being a pro it's of course like they like the the biggest player they have like the quality like. Ronaldo and Messi to score like 50 goals a year but like if you compare like the other players it's more about like the mental like in the head like Mm. not playing under pressure not being like uh, scared of like doing a mistake but like just to 
to relax and play play your game and like know your quality you know if like i'm uh, i have like a good like pass quality like in the building up and i play with a team with just like kicking the ball like kick and rush like before in england like i'm not playing with my quality so of course i'm not gonna like be good like on the on the field you know so that's what's important like play with your quality uh, what's something that most people think is true that you believe isn't that's that people say like uh being a soccer player like it's just it's not a work it's like it's a hobby or or it's just like yeah you you can't be tired you only like practice two hours and i'm in the office i like work for eight hours a day i mean i never worked in the office but like i can imagine how tough it is to like being like on a chair like on the computer your boss like yelling at you but <laughs> what what they see is like you just practicing two hours but they don't know like for example me i wake up almost three hours before the training start i make back breakfast I always go to bed before midnight to like have eight hours sleep. I cook for myself. Uh, I go to the gym after practice or I take a bath or I pay for a massage. That's that's like a lot of things that like people don't know because they only like see the, the games like on the weekend. Yeah. What is something that you would move forward with if you weren't scared of the outcome? Mm, that's that's a good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think like sometimes I was just like too nice with like with coaches, you know. Mm-hmm. Like even even last year with uh, with Almeida when he joined the the Quakes, um, I spoke to him just like one time that uh, to ask him why I'm not playing. Mm-hmm. And I know there's like some some coaches like they like when the player are going to the to their office they open the door and they ask them like yeah why I'm not playing then they're like oh this guy like is is unhappy he wants to play he's practicing good so let's let's give him give him a chance and maybe that's sometimes I'm I'm like scared of like doing that like going to talk to coaches and saying something wrong and like making them being against me because I said something bad about like another player or whatever. But mm-hmm. those those players like who we can say like are badass, like they mostly play because like they show like they have guts, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. maybe that's that's something I should have like done last year or uh, in my career. Gotcha. Yeah, actually a couple of people said for that question that are American, they, they always say, uh, like, I'd try to go over to Europe if I didn't know what was going to happen, basically, or didn't care what happened, like mm-hmm. making the team or not. And then going back to your soccer career, I forgot to ask you, what, what's it been like being on the Switzerland national team? Yeah, it was like like an accomplishment for me, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, my first game, I was like 19 and we play against like Austria and yeah it's 
it, it's hard to explain because like I I played so many games before that like maybe 50 but then like when you hear the national anthem yeah. you feel totally different like you know like the pressure is coming like you're getting nervous and uh, you, you're playing with like the best like players in your country so like you have players like who play for Bayern Leverkusen or Bayern Munich or Dortmund or whatever and you just like when you're young you watch those guys like on TV and you're like wow like I want to be like this guy and then you just like uh, two years later like you played with like those players in the national team so I was like really proud of myself like like wearing the national jersey like that was such like an accomplishment for me yeah, and you were on the Olympic team in uh, 2012. What, what was that like to be an Olympian? Yeah, it was... Uh, like, you can... Some, like, soccer player, they, they can't even do it, like, in their career because it's so hard, like, to, to, to be qualified. Mm-hmm. Like, in Europe, like... Like, the time, like, as to, like been perfect like to tell we had like the european uh, championship in 2011 and you had to be in the first uh, third place to like qualified for the olympic games because it was in london and there's only like four european team who can be qualified so we had like a, a good team in uh, 2011 the under 21 european championship and we finished second, like we lost against Spain in the final. So even like my my mom and like my dad were like, yeah, you have to go. Like uh, you will be like the first Afolter who's going to an Olympic Games. And I was like, oh yeah, that's that's something great. Like and sometimes I like forget it uh, how amazing that is. Like to to play the sport and like represent your country at the Olympic Games or even European Championship or World Cup. Like that's like the, the greatest things like uh, soccer players can dream on. Yeah, definitely. Not, not a lot of people could say they're Olympian. That's for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Some of them are making tattoos like. But yeah. <laughs> you gonna, you going to get one? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I like tattoos, but like I'm – I don't see myself like getting a tattoo. Gotcha. Uh, you ready for some fun questions off the pitch? Yeah. Um, who who would be one player that you want to exchange jerseys with? Actually, we'll do we'll do two players. You do one in the MLS and then one one in Europe. Okay. Uh, I'm not really like a jersey collector, but uh, I would with uh, Ronaldo in Europe mm-hmm. and. In the MLS uh, with uh, Carlos Vela. All right. Um, how many how many languages do you speak? Uh, I don't know. Like, can I count uh, English? <laughs> yeah. In those languages. No, like Leia. My first language is uh, French, and okay. then I learned uh, German, English at school, and now I'm still trying to learn a little bit Spanish. All right, that's crazy. So that's a four, right? Four. Yeah, we can say four. Yeah. Um, and what's your what's your favorite American food? American food. Yeah. I'm really missing a really 
really good burrito, even if that's <laughs> like Mexican. Yeah. But like, I miss like a real burrito. Where were where were you? You were going to San Jose. Yeah, like we we had a place. It's called uh, Cafe Rosalina, and like we will go every Sunday, like on a day off, get a breakfast burrito. Gotcha. Uh, what do you like to do in your downtime? I like to like hang out like with with my friend, with uh, my family, or uh, like couple uh, months ago, I started with a friend uh, to take some uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu class, and uh, it's it's pretty amazing. Like the like how many you know like in soccer, there's like you can like like video analyze like the opponent but like on the field like if I go left like the opponent's gonna go right like you you can't predict like there's like infinity of possibility and I feel the same about like uh, this like martial art like mm -hmm. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu like every time I'm going like I'm learning something new and I'm like yeah that's that's like never gonna stop like I just started and like Ten years later, you can be like a black belt, and that's that's for me like just amazing. Like, and even to like play other sport, like I like to play uh, tennis or basketball or like whatever. Like, what I'm do like if you want to like see me or meet me, like you you have to like love sport and like mm -hmm. being a sport addict actually. And then last one, if you weren't a soccer player, what do you think you'd be doing? Uh, I would probably like uh, be I wanted to be like an architect or a lawyer uh, that's like what I wanted to do after like high school like mm -hmm. study this but uh, I don't know like right now like I can see myself like as a uh, like working in insurance because I, I like know some friends who are working there or uh, being a businessman, like help uh, my friend or uh, the soccer player, like how like to invest their money, like mm -hmm. don't like waste it in like, I don't know, like expensive car, but like invest in real estate and like connect the players with like the brokers or whatever. Like that's something I can like see myself. Like I like to, to help the people and like give them like very good tips you know like of course like if i make a deal with someone like i'm i want to make money and but first of all i want this guy to make money like mm -hmm. make him like this guy to make money is like for me like being rich because i'm helping someone that i know and that like i'm friend with you know Yeah, definitely. And I also forgot to ask you, I know you just signed a contract. So what team are you playing for now? Now I'm playing for, uh, it's FC Arau mm -hmm. with 2A at the beginning. And uh, so it's a second division uh, team in Switzerland. But uh, they used to be in like first division. So uh, I signed with them because they had the, the goal of like going to the first division again. Uh, this season it's gonna be hard because uh, yeah we like beating up a team so 
and we like kind of having like bad results right now. So it's gonna be pretty tough. It's it's still possible, but like it's we almost like have to win like all the games. We can do it because we have a good roster. But uh, they want absolutely next year to like go up again, and that's like a challenge. Like I wanted to experience that, like going mm-hmm. up with a team. It's like uh, getting a title, you know. Yeah, definitely. Did you did you play your first game for them yet? Uh, yeah, we played. Uh, it was two weeks. Yeah, two weeks ago, and right now, like in Switzerland, since like. Uh, the coronavirus like appeared like they stopped like all the like event soccer game and hockey game until uh, the end of the month of March so I'm like waiting for my second one <laughs> gotcha well I appreciate you coming on and uh, could you let the listeners know where they can follow you at yeah you guys can uh, follow me on Instagram Francois Falter or on Facebook and uh yeah and soon maybe back in the mls or wherever (laughs) (laughs) well again appreciate it and good luck this season yeah thanks thanks for the the opportunity to express myself and uh it's like you guys doing an amazing job and uh that's a good example for like all the the young players like who want to be pro and like uh know what they have to do to achieve that. Quincy Marroquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you'd like us to interview next, we'll get working on that right away. You can listen to this full episode and more at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today.